Welcome to the PM&R Scholars Podcast. The following is a recording from our virtual residency fair. We were joined by Carolina's Rehabilitation in Charlotte, North Carolina, to talk about their residency program. Hope you enjoy. Vinny. All right, man. Good luck. All right. Hey, everyone. My name is Eric Westerbeck. I'm one of the third-year residents here in Charlotte. Uh, we've also got Trip Ferentz with us. Uh, he's our PGY4. Uh, he's our academic chief, so he'll be chiming in, too, on some of these other topics that we talk about here today. Thank you again for this uh, really unique opportunity. Uh, we're excited to kind of talk about Charlotte, talk about Carolina's rehab, and kind of the best we can do in a condensed time frame uh, to talk about what makes, what makes Carolina's rehab special and what makes, what makes us so much fun. Uh, just a brief overview, kind of what I'm going to talk about here. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our administration and faculty, some of the curriculum uh, highlights, not necessarily going through blow by blow of it. Uh, the, some of the academic highlights with Trip is going to highlight some of the cool things we get to do uh, from an academic perspective while being still part of a more tertiary hospital network. And why Charlotte itself, why Carolina's rehab, what sets us apart and what, what we think of some of the unique opportunities and some of the exciting things that are kind of coming next uh, here in Charlotte. So that's our our current rehab hospital down in the bottom left portion of your screen. Uh, and then in the top right there is actually the view from my apartment. Uh, one of the beautiful views of the city and a lot of amazing places to live all around Charlotte and a lot of really cool access for being in such a big city, but still having a lot of small neighborhood feels, which is really cool uh, about it. So whoop, there we go. Whoops. Uh, so just a little brief overview of kind of our administration, some of our core faculty, uh, just to kind of highlight that, we have Dr. Bachnick there. He's our chair of our department uh, here at PM&R and uh, Carolina's Rehab. He's been here for a long time now, uh, very established uh, in his field at this point now, and uh, a great faculty mentor. I've uh, seen it all. He's done a lot of it uh, and, and is very um, progressive and trying to push the envelope to always kind of keep moving us forward. Dr. Wynn's our program director. He's fantastic. Um, also been here. Uh, for some time, he's he's been great for us. He he primarily focuses a lot on the threes and fours portion of things, and that kind of feeds into Dr. Shao, our assistant program director. Uh, he works a lot with us as PGY twos, meets with us, and kind of checks in and kind of follows that transition. So we always have a smooth uh, form of communication, knowing who to go to and what circumstances, and how we can always uh, talk to either one of them really at any time. And then just some of the other highlights. As well, we've got Dr. Kelly Crawford. She's the director of our traumatic brain injury department. Uh, that's, we have three brain injury trained physicians as well as a TBI fellowship uh, that's, that's uh, pretty well established now and they have their own consult service and everything. It's a really well-run system and uh, something that's a great experience for us, especially given Charlotte's uh, exposure here and it's being such a big city. We have Dr. Pugh. He's our new director of cancer rehab. He was a fellow uh, graduate here as well with us. Uh, he's also uh, been fantastic in, in kind of starting our new cancer fellowship, which is a little uh, thing of what's coming next as well. As well. Uh, we have Dr. Lofton, who's our director of our spinal cord injury uh, department as well, uh, and all just fantastic people across the board, obviously, in, this, uh, in a nice mix of folks that have trained here and, and stayed on as faculty, and then uh, folks that have trained from from other specialties or other regions of the country and coming and bringing their own expertise. So it's a, it's a really fun melting pot of different learning styles and, and educational backgrounds to contribute to try to do what's, what's really best for our patients. Uh, to kind of go through the schedule from a year by year basis, uh, a lot of them are really similar 
across the board, you know, you're going to have your inpatient experience earlier in the year, then transition more to outpatient. And ours is really no different in that sense that we have two months of uh, inpatient traumatic brain injury, two months of inpatient stroke or PEDS, and, and Trip will kind of highlight that with the PGY3 transition, two months of inpatient spinal cord injury. Uh, and these are, these are kind of back to back to kind of get a more uh, conglomerate and kind of congruent feel as you're going through everything. We have one month of pain in palliative, which is a unique experience working with the palliative care department uh, and, and getting to join in some of those conversations uh, for different folks and learning a lot about opiate management. Obviously, that's a big issue across our country right now and something that we can, we can really learn the nuts and bolts about from a palliative care perspective and, and how to really help our patients either develop a plan to, to taper off or how, how we're making sure that we're actually treating uh, acute pain appropriately as well as working in a pain clinic uh, with Dr. Kern here in town with the special workman's comp, uh, kind of workman's program, day program, really fascinating uh, combination of psychology and physiatry as well as rehab. And it's a really interesting mix of spending some time there as well. Uh, we get some early hands-on exposure with EMG. The EMG curriculum is, is pretty unique as well. We get, we get time with our third and fourth years as well as Dr. Alexander, who's an EMG master at this point. Uh, and so we get that time of both teaching with, with Dr. Alexander, and then you have your fellow co-residents as well that help out and really make sure that they're, you're doing it the right way. And we get to practice on each other, obviously, and make sure that we, we're, we're feeling confident when we actually go into the, the rotation. Uh, the unique experience that I really want to highlight, though, is our, is our time with the VA. We have two VA centers here in, uh, in Charlotte. We have one here in Charlotte itself and then one just up the road in, in Salisbury, we spent about six weeks in our second and third year, and then triple highlight the third weeks in the, in the fourth year. Uh, it's a really unique experience getting to work at the VA. Uh, they, they provide us a tremendous opportunity to both get hands-on, and they're obviously, uh, you know, they've done a lot for us, and we get to do a lot for them. Uh, and we get to learn a different system and see how they do and really get to be uh, a little more aggressive maybe in our treatments and things that, things that normally take more time that you see in clinic that require prior offs and whatnot because the VA is a different system. It's a little bit more unique that you get to get to do things that same day you kind of develop a plan um, and obviously a beautiful center and beautiful facilities for them. And then one month of consults, uh, get to work with the inpatient consult team, get to see everything from traumatic brain injuries acutely right there in the ICU to stroke patients to some of the crazy medical complexity surgery uh, cases that come through Charlotte as, as being one of the only level one trauma centers really in, the, in this kind of big region that we have here. And then one month uh, with prosthetics and orthotics too. That's a clinic rotation, getting to work with kind of Hanger and some of the other providers around town, getting that hands-on experience, which is really unique. Uh, since I just am starting PGY three year, uh, we'll kick this over now to Trip, uh, and Trip will kind of start talking about PGY three and four and a couple other things here. So Trip, you can go ahead. Hi guys, I'm Trip Ferentz. Um, currently the academic chief resident at Carolinas. Um, so thank you, Eric. Like Eric just said, having just finished the PGY three year. Um, it kind of follows a typical schedule. I think you've heard from the other programs where you're mostly inpatient heavy um, that first year, but transitioning more towards the outpatient side, um, starting your PGY-3. Um, the first month is more of a junior supervisor role where you're actually repeating the same rotation that you started on now teaching some of those skills to the new incoming PGY-2 resident. Um, so good opportunity there for teaching and mentorship. Um, just a sample schedule, you'll have your two months of uh, pediatrics as well in your third year if you didn't already have it in your second, um, followed by an inpatient um, amputee and orthotics um, rotation. 
more consults, EMGs, um, one month in the specialty clinic, rotating through all of the subspecialties of PM&R, um, another month in, and a half at the VA, uh, which Eric said is a very diverse learning um, environment. Um, two months of MSK is typically completed in your third year. Um, that's where you're gonna get most of your interventional spine, um, outpatient sports medicine as well. Um, and then one month of an elective, which you can choose to do within our department, rotating on one of our services. Um, you can go inter-department uh, within the atrium system or even a visiting rotation if it's something that you wanted a more um, specific or, or um, outside thought on a specific rotation. Um, so moving over to our fourth year, again, kind of paring down more to the outpatient side. Um, the only inpatient rotation is actually your oncology um, rotation, which Eric had mentioned is um, now one of the very few, if not the only, um, cancer fellowship program. So it's a very well-rounded um, rotation. Your uh, senior selective is also inpatient, but you get to choose what it is if you want to um, revisit something on stroke or you have plans to go into SCI, but maybe not do a fellowship. Um, you can use that senior selective to hone your skills. Uh, you have a month of, uh, it's kind of a grab bag of cardiac, pulmonary, uh, urology, and all of the rehab um, um, issues that go into each of those fields. Finish up at the VA, two more electives, uh, more time in the specialty clinic, uh, really finalizing those um, EMG skills. Uh, you get to rotate with our therapy uh, departments, both inpatient and outpatient. Um, you get one month of specific sports medicine, which uh, to answer some of the questions that occurred previously in the chart, uh, in the chat, that also involves some sideline coverage. Um, I think it's one or two required nights of sideline coverage, but they have it year round, both um, at high school level, as well as uh, D2 college um, within our department. Um, there is some rotation as well. Um, the uh, current um, uh, team physician for the Carolina Panthers is within our um, atrium team. So if you did want to go to more of a professional level, um, we do have contacts there um, and then round it out with some consults. Um, so moving on to some of the academic part, this is really the reason that I chose uh, to move away from home to go to Carolinas um, for my residency. Um, and now I'm very you know, thankful to have the opportunity to be the uh, chief of academics and kind of further the um, um, experience that already exists here. Uh, you've heard, I'm sure, from all the other programs how you know, we go through the core um, directives, the TBI, the SCI. I wanted to highlight a couple more things um, that were kind of unique to our program. Um, we are TBI model systems. Uh, we have an application in for an SCI model system. Um, and we are, you know, very experienced in the um, cancer world, but we also have a dedicated ultrasound curriculum, which is, uh, you know, kind of a new technology that is getting more and more use, I should say, um, within the PM&R field. Um, that's also overseen by some of our sports medicine colleagues. Um, there's a resiliency curriculum um, that meets four different times throughout the year as part of the resident didactic series. These are mostly resident-led initiatives focusing on um, the issues that are pertinent to the time. Um, we're actually publishing this curriculum um, in the MedEd Journal. It's um, under review right now, so you guys can check it out um, later. Uh, we have dedicated sports medicine curricula as well. Um, our Thursday and Friday conferences are resident-led. Um, so Monday through Wednesday, uh, one hour at lunch every day, we have a uh, noon lecture, and then Thursday or Friday is, is actually led by the resident. 
that helps really with your public speaking, your ability to synthesize information and then um, give it to a larger group. And there are grand rounds associated with that as well. Um, we have a new this year um, uh, sort of a directive that our department has been going, but now you know with an increased focus with everything going on in our country, there's a diversity inclusion um, kind of focus group. Um, so not only are there regular meetings um, to kind of talk about departmental and interdepartmental issues, um, but also the things that are uh, going on in our nation as a whole. And I'm very excited that that's going to be incorporated now into our uh, resident didactic series a couple times as, uh, a year as well. I think our next one coming up is on uh, implicit bias um, by one of our emergency medicine faculty and kind of how that interacts with your, uh, your patient physician relationship. Um, our research department is robust, um, to say the least. It's overseen by Dr. Mark Hirsch, um, who specializes mostly in uh, Parkinson's and movement disorders. Um, but we do have some faculty that are very um, um, active in the, both the TBI, SCI fields, um, cancer with Dr. Raj and Dr. Pugh. Um, and you can really take this in a direction that you want to go with. Um, there's a lot of spine um, interested um, faculty as well as some of the outpatient um, sports as well if you wanted to go more that route. Um, there's tons of opportunities for interdepartmental leadership uh, positions. Uh, Eric's part of our GME committee. Um, we have folks on the ethics committee, even rehab physicians in the code blue committee. Um, and then something even more unique is our, our department, um, our residency several years ago started a relationship with the Special Olympics. Um, here in North Carolina, where we have the opportunity to, to do sports physicals for um, some of our special needs athletes. Um, so that was something that was resident driven, the department really got behind. And I think now we're probably in our 10th year of running this. Um, last year's was shut, last spring was shut down to COVID, but is uh, um, we're hoping that the fall um, we're able to meet again, but uh, I think we're going to have to do a lot more on the virtual side for that. Um, we recap the fellowships. I also should mention um, we have a, a fellowship in sports medicine that's actually through the uh, family medicine program, but we've had a former resident uh, of PM&R uh, kind of pave the way with that, um, completing that fellowship. I'm also, uh, I've accepted a fellowship here for um, sort of more interventional spine. It's a non-ACGME accredited fellowship that's here in Charlotte um, with the North of Carolina group. Um, it's one of the biggest orthopedics practices in the nation. So we rotate there a lot. and You get to get a lot of hands-on experience. I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, I'll turn it back over to Eric. I invite any other questions you guys have for me in the academic research side. Uh, thank you. All right. Awesome stuff, Tripp. Uh, like I said, it's kind of tough to cover everything all in one, one foul swoop there, but uh, that's, that's kind of the nuts and bolts of the academics. And we're, we're certainly going to be having more sessions going forward too. Uh, to really dive into some of the bigger stuff uh, and kind of get down into it if, if folks are interested. Um, it's kind of wrapping up a little bit and talking a little bit why Charlotte itself and why Carolina's rehab. Uh, the unique stuff about, about Charlotte, the unique things about our patients is we have a lot of the highest complexity, spinal cord injury, dramatic brain injury, stroke, cancer patients, medical, surgical uh, complications and patients in the, in the region, in the whole mid-Atlantic region. Uh, and we get them, you know. You have five minutes left spinal cord injury patients still on the vent, uh, brain injury patients. We have an emerging uh, brain injury program here, and it's, it's really incredible stuff that we get to start from such an early process uh, and, and have that ability to, to watch them through this journey and help them through this. 
We also have 12 CARFOR debt accredited programs across Carolina's rehab to my last count. And, and certainly we talk a lot about cancer rehab here, um, personally, because mostly something that I'm interested in as well. Uh, we are the first CARF accredited cancer rehabilitation program in the world. Um, certainly now more are joining Fold, which is a really exciting thing as well. Um, also, we have a hospital list for all of our patients, for every single one of our patients across all sites. We have four different rehab hospitals, mainly only rotate at one or two of them, but we have a hospital list for every single patient at all sites, uh, as well as overnight hospitalist coverage as well. For all of our patients. Uh, we also have home call, which is very exciting to have. Uh, and certainly we can talk a lot more about home call and its uh, awesome benefits for that is specific to us. That's a little, a little more unique on how we do the home call in our, uh, in our further information sessions. Uh, but the home call is strictly rehab based. If there's issues with hospitalist based issues, kind of medicine issues that you don't feel comfortable with or not necessarily familiar with, we have a CHG as our hospitalist group that is phenomenal and and we work with them to help kind of put everything together and, and get the best care for the patients. We also have mood lighting opportunities starting the, after the second month that you're here. So starting uh, in August, the PGY2s will be able to start moonlighting. And our moonlighting system, we can get more into later. But basically, admissions coming from outside facilities after 5 p.m. are called moonlighting admissions. And we, as the moonlighting resident, uh, take that uh, admission so the primary team can go home and wrap up whatever they're doing. And the resident on call can focus just on the call issues. Um, some of the other amazing things, obviously, the 401k match that uh, Atrium does is pretty robust. We have our HSA account, uh, as well as some like healthy incentives just by going to the doctor, getting your blood work checked. Um, Atrium will kick in another $1,000 to your HSA. Our parking's paid for everywhere we go. We have a great uh, meal stipend as well for uh, anywhere that we go to, to do admissions or where we're working mainly at inpatient. Also, um, it won't. it's not enough to highlight our our COVID response, kind of how things have been when things first started getting, getting a little bit more serious. Um, but I think that really hammered home why, why Charlotte's so special. Um, as soon as we had a patient in rehab that was COVID positive, we immediately started having weekly meetings with our leadership, our medical directors. Um, the whole department was in on this meeting as residents and faculty and really came up with a great plan to kind of help protect us and make sure we were safe as well as taking care of patients as best we could. Um, and that's still going on now. And we even had our own residence meetings just with, with Dr. Wynn, Dr. Shal, and the residents talking about what would work best for us. And they, they really listened to our input and helped kind of create a schedule to kind of help protect us and keep us safe. Um, hey, Eric, this is Vinny. You have two minutes left. Great. Uh, coming soon, Cancer Rehab Fellowship is starting July 1st, which is really exciting. Our new rehab hospital uh, is supposed to be delivered in quarter two of 2022, which will be pretty close to when y'all are starting, if my math serves me correct. That's a rendering of it. And we're also overhauling our website and really doing a lot of great stuff with that. So like I said, a lot to get through in that sort of amount of time. We have some information sessions coming August 30th and September 27th. You can go ahead and email our program coordinator, that's Sandra Watson there. Uh, come on our website to kind of find more information for her. We have our Instagram, we have our Twitter accounts. Um, definitely excited about getting those up and running. But with that, that's, uh, that's kind of it. And we'll talk about some questions now, thanks. All right, excellent. You have about one minute and 15 seconds left and some questions coming up. I can answer yeah, the intern year uh, question. Since I did the intern year here um, as a preliminary through uh, Carolina's Medical Center, it was great. You can email me about it separately. There's also a um, uh, one categorical spot of our five, so be sure to rank both of them.
All right, very good. I think uh, that was the only question so far. I, again, recommend you guys, I already shared the email, very good. So um, again, uh, visit our website, pmnrscholars.org. Thank you again to the Carolinas Rehabilitation PMNR program and all of the programs that have joined our virtual residency fair. For more information on the virtual residency fair, as well as PMNR scholars, check out pmrscholars.org.